Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Ambivalence. I'm Scott. I'm Nick. And with us joining us today is uh, Dan Vapid from Dan Vapid and the Cheats and the Methadones. And dude, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. We are super excited. Yeah, Very. thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Absolutely, man. Yeah, how's everybody doing on this uh, Wednesday night? Well, oh. I just woke up from a nap, so. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I was, it was a rough night last night, so. How, how have you been? Oh God, running around like a chicken with the head cut off. Probably the you know all week. That's why I had to cancel twice. But I, you know, I made it. I made it. Uh, made well, it we greatly tonight. appreciate it. Yeah, yeah I'm glad I, you're here. I would have got on sooner or later. It just was, uh, you know, it was one of those things where just something kept coming. It's just stuff I had forgotten about. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> All kinds of stuff happens. I don't know if you guys have kids or not. I have three, so uh, you know, married, have a full-time job. Just stuff comes up. Um, Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. trying to do uh, rock and roll as much as I possibly can uh, you know, at, at, at full capacity as well. It's, it's <laughs> tough. It's tough balance. I would imagine. Yeah, I I, I couldn't I, I couldn't imagine uh, playing in a band like, you know, Dan Vapid and the Cheats. It's got to be uh, pretty amazing. Well, uh, I'm yeah, I'm happy with it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> want to keep going with it for sure. Um, Absolutely, I have no plans on uh, you know doing anything else. It's what I do now, so it's, it's awesome. very good. Yeah, very much. So, what do you do for full time job? I am a mailman. <laughs> really i am i did not I expect the, that i work for the post office yes sir well, that's awesome yeah, i have worked huh. for the post office for eight years now oh wow so you actually do like you drive the mail truck and deliver the mail uh yeah but i'm on rural route which means i drive the whole route oh okay um because I live out in Southern Illinois in a small town and this town that I work in is even smaller. So, um, 
it's uh i get out to go to like a couple businesses <laughs> you know uh, other yeah. than that i'm i'm delivering to the mailbox with driving the whole thing but i deliver a lot of packages as well for like amazon and and you know sure. anybody that wants to send stuff so um you know so yeah i work 6 days a week uh it equals out to be about 40 hours at the end of the week wow no yeah well, that's yeah. cool I can't imagine you're very very busy in the winter time. Packages and delivering and during the winter season. Well, yeah, I mean, especially around Christmas time, it's just a oh, for sure a horrible. You <laughs> know, that's imagine. when we get. Uh, I mean, we just get so many damn packages, and it's, it's just kind of yeah. It, 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 you want to be you know pull your hair out at that time. And, <laughs> I know. <laughs> everybody does their last minute shopping too to get mm-hmm. other shit in. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. Yep. Know all about it. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So so how do you how do you handle uh like balancing being a dad, working full time and you know, the music and everything? How do you juggle it all? Like uh, well, it's it's a really hard thing to juggle. It, it's yeah. really, really difficult. I mean it's music's just really, really important to me. You know, like I don't yeah. know what I would do. Like if I didn't have it, I, I would just would. I would be just so so unhappy. You know. Yeah, like, absolutely. So it's it just, it, you know, it's it's um, it's like I don't know. It's built in me. It's like a, my it's my calling of sorts. It's not like whether it's a job or not. It's still kind of what I do, and it yeah. won't be till like I'm I'm dead. You know, I'm always going to be playing and writing and and doing something in the in music capacity. And if sure. you know, and if I can make a living at it, that's what I always wanted to, to do. I wanted to make a living at it. I wanted to be, you know, uh, a, a, you know, a, so I wanted to be a songwriter for my career, you know, but it didn't, sure. the cards didn't work out that way for me. And I had to, you know, uh, you know, get a job and, you know, yeah. Uh, so now I work at the post office, but I do that to make ends meet, you know? Um, sure. What I really love to do is make music, you know? So. Well, we, we both very much appreciate it because we love the music you put out. So thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. That's good. Absolutely. I need, I need you people. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a give and take relationship. Yeah. Musician and listener. Yeah, like I said, I'm not I'm not a musician, but I would my life would be a little bit meaningless without music, you know. It's always been in my life and always been a big part of who I am as a person too is is the music and it's it's not going anywhere. No. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. No, I and you know, I've been this way since I was about five years old. You know, like, yeah. I loved, uh, you know, the first band I ever loved was Kiss, you know, when I was five. And I, I heard Kiss and David Bowie the same day. And I thought David Bowie was okay, but I really, I just thought Kiss were the greatest. And then, you know, then that led to ACDC, which led to metal, which led to, like, punk. And, you know, and then it just, it just kept going and going and going. And it never stopped, you know. It's like a, uh, 
I don't know. There's certain people that I just, you know, you probably know as well. I suspect you guys are like it too, you know, where it's just, it's really just built in. It's like a, it's a, it's a music is just a big deal. <laughs> you know? It is. Yeah, all the time. yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. And, and so, and yeah, I'm one of those guys, you know what I mean? So, mm. um, so yes, you know, and, and so thank you for, you know, having me on and, you know, listening to my music and all that. It means a lot. Yeah, uh, your, your new album Escape Velocity is is fantastic. I had to say that it it's, really is. It's begin and just it's great. It's a it's a very very good album. I uh, can't, can't wait for the vinyl to come in, but I I listen to it on repeat. It's it's great, man. It's beautiful. Great, yeah. I I, I appreciate that. You have any questions about that or? Uh, yeah, I do actually. Um, you know, what was your? Your process behind like writing this the songs that you did for that album yeah that's um, th that's a pretty common question and i'm um, sorry I'm no sorry. no that's all right <laughs> it's, it's you know if you hear it it's you're gonna you, you can hear a theme running through the record i would think right you mm -hmm. think it's like a, a one continuous story and if you did it's because it is um and it's it's inspired by a book called rabbit run by John Updike. I don't know if you know who he is or not, but uh, he's a novelist and he wrote a a uh, a series of books called uh, all with rabbit in the title. One's called Rabbit Run. One's called Rabbit Redux. One's called Rabbit is Rich. And basically, what Rabbit Run was was a guy that was married and he just one day just takes off. He just gets in his car. He just leaves. He leaves without a warning, uninterrupted. And I thought, whoa, that's pretty freaking heavy. I mean, it really was. And the way the guy writes is just so, so good. And I thought, you know, I because I live in a small town now, and I used to live in Chicago. And I thought, God, people around here, there's got to be somebody that has done that before. Like some woman that was just like, you know, pushing like 40 and just never got out of her town and just is having like some midlife shit going on. You know, I, I would just see people I'm like, God, it's got to be like a like a rabbit, like a, 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 an equivalent, you know, out there. And I just I don't know if there really is around here, but in my mind, it, it became one. You know, I kind of had this character I saw and just started writing it. And just kind of, I, I, I wrote like a, a short story and just because I wanted to kind of get the, the what, the where, the why, the when, the hows, all, I want all the questions kind of out of the way. And then once I did that, then the music just started just, just kind of flying right out, you know? Um, and so it's, um, it's different than any other record I've ever done. Cause it's, um, I never did a record that's that um thematic as that one you know sure sure and so um you know it, it was just i just you know i just really enjoyed doing it you know i just never did something like that before and i wanted to give it a try and so um you know i did um and you know a lot of the songs are you know kind of more of your power pop kind of bass which um you know, I'm a really big fan of power pop and I, you know, I don't always do that. Not every record. I'm especially this next record I'm doing is really 
pretty hard hitting um, stuff. But um, you know, I, I I don't know. I just really enjoyed um, just telling that story, and I just could really really picture it from somebody that like you know, it just kind of you close your eyes and you just see. It's like oh god, they they live around the corner. I know they do. You know, I haven't met them, but or I haven't met her yet, but she's there. You so, know her story. All yeah, right. yeah. So that's the song Runaway Jane was the first one. So it kind of stemmed from there. And then once that one was set, then they all just kind of they all kind of uh came out like really after that. You know. Sure. Oh, so you mentioned that's, story that's behind super that. interesting. Yeah. Well you mentioned you're a big fan of power pop. Like what is it like about power pop that you love so much well it's kind of like the same thing that i like about the ramones like the ramones to me were i always loved the energy that the ramones had with the sense of humor with the simplicity um and and to me like they they wanted to be a rock and roll band but they really kind of didn't know how to play like chuck berry or buddy holly they really knew how to, you know, like to, to, to do an in-your-face bar core. They kind of just came up with their own thing, you know. So I always yeah. thought that was really cool. And with Power Pop, like, those were the bands that were kind of like, okay, the, the early Beatles, like the early, like early Who, uh, the Rolling Stones, you know, like around, the, you know, in the 70s, where they were the bands like, hey, why don't we take this and kind of rev it up a little bit? Um, and I I just think those bands just have, you know, the best, I don't know. I just think that's just some of the best songwriting, but like those are just great, great melody makers. And just, uh, you know, I think they're, it's, it's a different kind of thing, but it's just kind of like where I think that they can kind of overlap sometimes is like, if, I don't know if you're familiar with the undertones or the jam or. Oh yeah. Or, very uh, much. Buzzcocks. I mean, they're real close oh, yeah. to power pop, you know, like it's like power pop and the buzzcocks are like super close. I, in my opinion, you know, and I know a lot of people share that opinion as well. And like the undertones, it's like, God, oh, they're, they're like, they're, they're kind of a punk band, but they're kind of a power pop band so i don't know yeah I just i just started listening to a lot of that stuff because um i've always just really liked melody ever since i was like again like just really young and and what i liked about punk was i just liked the the aesthetic i like the um I always loved the punk rock attitude and I love the in your face kind of stuff, but I just love the melodies of power pop and like bands. Like, sure. I don't know. So to me, like, you know, doing uh, kind of gravitating towards bands like the descendants or the undertones or, or the buzzcocks or the Ramones or, you know, it just made complete sense to me. They kind of combine the two things that I really like, you know, Sure. That's awesome. So, yeah. So Nick and I oh go ahead, Nick. I was just gonna say, do you have a personal favorite power pop band? Um that's a good question. I might say it's a band from Chicago called Off Broadway. Um okay. but Cheap Trick is probably right there as well. Uh Cheap sure, Trick sure. is like um well actually Cheap Trick and Off Broadway used to kind of play together a lot. Um, 
but they're the band, the lesser known band that's like that. And, you know, they only had like two records that had like one song that was on like uh, mainstream rotation, like on radio when I was growing up. And then they kind of dropped off, you know. Um, yeah. But they they were starting to do shows again, like within the last, oh, 15, 20 years. They're freaking on fire actually one of them the drummer came out to see us so right before covid because he heard i was a fan and he was giving me all kinds of advice and stuff like that which was kind of weird but it was kind of <laughs> good and you know the intentions were cool and everything yeah. so um but just really just really just fantastic musicians and just i just I don't know. They just do it for me. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And, and like a lot of the power pop for me, it's like what they're singing about isn't always getting me, but those hooks are just undeniable to me. Like, I just oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> that is just like, it just sticks. It just sticks with, me, you know? And so what I always try to do is just kind of, all right, I want to say what I want to say, but I want to like kind of, I want to have that sensibility as much as possible, you know, just because I just, yeah. I like it. A lot of times, like with those bands, I don't even really care if it's like words I think are even stupid. If they're really dumb, then that's a different story. But if like, you know, if, <laughs> you know, it's all yeah. in the past, I'm like, God, those, I mean, they're just so, I don't know, they're just so catchy. I just like it. So that's just kind of how, I, I view it. I, I know everybody's different, but that's just how I always heard music, you know, so. Well, that's awesome. So what, what are your personal favorite tracks on your new album? Um, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm always one of those guys that don't, doesn't always have like a favorite. Um, I kind of do and I kind of don't. It's weird, you know. Uh, maybe Guilty yeah. Grief, maybe. That's a great song. Maybe I, I, um, I don't know. I like them all for like different reasons. You know, it's like, um, depending on what day you ask me, it could change. Sure. Sure. I'm, I'm like that with just music period. It's just kind of what's in that. What's, what are you feeling that specific moment? Sure. And well, what changes I all the time. I don't know how you guys are, but it is for me. I mean, like fuck, I went on a big metal kick not too long ago where I just I just couldn't stop listening to like metal. I was listening <laughs> to metal for like a year. And like yeah, yeah I, I, I do that a lot. And then like and then like you know, um I go on big Bob Dylan kicks. Um mm -hmm. I go on like just we, you know, like I don't know, like like a week ago, I was like listening to the Circle Jerks. I'm like, God, this is fucking great, you know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I, I do like ten that. years, but it's awesome, you know. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. That's like I said, I, my my taste is just all over the damn place. Yeah, mine is too, very much so. And I also am a fan of metal. I don't Scott isn't, but I am. <laughs> but I, mean, um, I kind of like the the like just the old school stuff, like. You know, like, uh, it, like, like the first five metallic albums and like early Slayer and Venom and like I don't know, I just love that stuff. I'm you a know, big like, Venom fan. Venom. Yeah. 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 All... Yeah. When I was a kid, like I was with a bunch of friends because I used to be a metalhead before I was in a punk, you know, and like metal was like the gateway into punk. 
I don't know how you guys were. If maybe it's the other way around, but I, I, I imagine I'm probably older than you guys. You know, like back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, we saw Venom, and like I was with a bunch of friends, and we followed them back to their hotel, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this is so ridiculous, so stupid. And like, I, you know, looking back, I'm like, God, what were we thinking? But we did. We're like, it's Venom. We have to, you know. So, and we got out and we followed them downtown to this hotel and so they they hung out with us for a little while i remember a friend of mine took out a bowl and we were like passing around and Kronos was smoking pot with us it was pretty <laughs> oh, it was pretty fucking funny you know that's I, awesome like, look look back at that now like being like a 15 year old kid smoking pot with Kronos. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's an awesome story to tell yeah 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 i don't know do you know who tom warrior is celtic frost Yes, yes. I'm very familiar. You <laughs> there was one time like I saw him like we were going to see Celtic Frost and he was standing on the corner. And you know how that guy looks. You can't fucking miss him from a block down. He's standing on oh, the yeah. corner of Addison and Lincoln in Chicago outside of the Dunkin' Donuts. I'm like I knew it from a block down the street because he like kind of walked like <laughs> like He's going to, you know, he would have like a strut, like he was going to like go with the showdown, like in the old West or something, but he oh, yeah. had like <laughs> bullet belt on him and he had, you know, he had his white face and his black paint on his face. And I'm like, come warrior. And we ended up giving him a ride to, to the Metro. And then he put us on the guest list and I was like, oh, that's wow, awesome. a really nice guy. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's my other metal story. I don't have any more. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you got two more than I do. <laughs> metal. But no, so yeah, I, I was into metal before, um, before, you know, like metal led to hardcore and then hardcore led to punk. Uh, but, you know, like, you know, getting back to the, like the, the power pop thing, like I, when I was like a kid growing up, I just naturally just liked the melody. I just really always love the, uh, I love the energy of of punk and hardcore and metal and all that. I thought it was just awesome, but I I couldn't deny my love for like hooks. I just mm-hmm. loved hooks, even the yeah. stuff I didn't want to admit, you know, to the to to my friends, like, you know, stuff I don't give a shit about now, you know. Yeah. Like, did I like ABBA? Fuck yeah, I did. You know, <laughs> was I no, I was telling my friends when I was 15, you know, I was kind of keeping that shit secret, you know, and now I, <laughs> now I think that stuff's pretty funny, but yeah, so I, I don't know, kind of a weird dude, you know, I kind of like, I, I, I really, really into like melody, but then I really like kind of like just stuff that's kind of screaming in your face. So, uh, um, yeah, you know, bit of a contradiction. So well, well, I can relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, I, so. I can't too, because like my I listened to hardcore before punk, so I mean that's what built the way for me was, you know, I listened to hardcore a lot, and then I got in, the, I got into punk, and now like that's all I listen to. That and like fifties doo wop and like Beach Boys. Yeah, I mean, I would say probably early mid nineties. I went through that like hardcore for probably four or five years. Where all mm-hmm. I listened to really was Buddy Holly and Dion and the Belmonts and the, the Shirelles and the girl groups and like, 
you know, I was really big into that stuff. I still love it to this day, but I don't oh, so do I. much. I don't mm-hmm. listen to it too much now. Every once in a while, I'll go through a phase, though, you know, where yeah. I'll be putting on. I tend to go through a lot of phases. I went through a Chuck Berry phase not too long ago. Nice. Where And then that kind of waned, and then I went into a Joan Jett phase for a while, and then that's starting to wane now. And it, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just always something kind of. It doesn't necessarily all have to be rock and roll or a, a punk thing. It can be, you know, really anything. It's sure. just it's kind of feeling right in that moment, you know, and it always changes. So yeah, yeah. You mentioned well, awesome. Jet. She's coming to Indiana pretty soon here to play at uh, one of the casinos. Who? Joan Jet. Oh. Yeah, really? she's. I think. I think it's the Majestic uh, Casino in Indiana. I think it's Hammond. Yeah, tickets are not cheap. Because <laughs> I was debating, no. and then I saw the so, prices. Huh? So where is that at? Where's Muncie at? Uh, no, not Muncie. The the majestic. I think it's in Hammond. Oh, um, I don't know where is, that is. Yeah, it's it's not far from Chicago. I mean, I think it's just oh, like so, south. Yeah, it's oh, like so the it's, Indiana, it's like the you think the border of uh, like Illinois, Indiana. It's like right there on the border over there. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking cool. of shows, I'm seeing you this coming Friday. Oh, well, come on. Uh, oh, dude, I can't wait. Awesome. Well, yeah, introduce yourself because obviously I don't know who you are. But uh, say, yeah, I'm the one who interviewed you on Wednesday. But I'm like, hey. <laughs> and push you around in the face and then be like, it's yeah. Punch my dad. <laughs> yeah. I might be wearing a mask. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. I'm I am thinking of putting so it back fun. on. I haven't. I don't know how you guys are, but like we, you know, we were wearing we were wearing them pretty religiously for a long time. Then everybody in my family got it, except for me. Everybody got COVID except for me. I did not get. I I well, I got it, but I got no symptoms. Oh, you're lucky. I know. I because <laughs> if you have kids, you're gonna get it. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna bring it home. There's like he and, it, and there was a mass mandate, and it was still like he, you know, my son just brought it home. Well, yeah. I am in luck because I only have dogs, <laughs> but I have had COVID, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Well, yeah, yeah, I think everybody has at this point, but I think now yeah. people are kind of getting it again. It's like, oh man, this 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 has got to go away. Fuck, fuck yeah, fuck, mm-hmm. fuck. You know, so yeah, I you know come out and say hello. That would that would be good. Oh, for sure. Am I am I talking to Scotty or am I talking to? Oh, this is Scott. Okay, Scott. Okay, yeah. it says Scotty on here. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So just you know, say uh, come and introduce yourself. You know, absolutely will do. Really jealous. I really wish I could have gone to that with you. Well, I still have an extra ticket. The guys going to go with got COVID and can't make it. So there's well, an extra ticket. <laughs> I'm in Florida. So that would be kind of difficult. Nick, you're in Florida? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I didn't know where you were from. I'm originally from Massachusetts. Um, and then I moved to Florida. And as of the beginning of it, well, about a month ago, I moved back to Florida. Um, I moved to Connecticut and then I moved back to Florida. So I've been kind of back and forth. And uh, yeah. Where are you well, at? Florida. 
Florida is my permanent home now, I believe. Yeah, what city are you in? Uh, I am in Claremont. It's uh, central Florida. So it's like just outside of uh, Kissimmee and like Disney World and stuff. So by Orlando, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm about probably 25 miles from Orlando. So, okay. Yep. Have, uh, there's snowbirds. They go down to Florida. They just got back two days ago. Uh, oh. Yeah, they they go. To, they're in Naples, but they're like it, they're not in the rich area. They're not rich, uh, <laughs> but like there's a there's a there's a section like on the outskirts where there's like a old community, you know, for the for the old people to go in, and you know, it's like fifty five and up, and uh, they got a pretty nice little deal over there. They they love it down there. So yeah. Pretty it's, cool. it's a, My bass player in the Methadones is in Tampa now. He, oh, okay. Yeah, he he moved there. Oh, in the last maybe six months, I want to say. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I, I lived in a uh, Tampa Bay area most of the time. I've been in Florida, so I know that area very well. Yeah, very good, very cool. I'm gonna be we'll be playing the fest. I will be there. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I look forward um, to that. You have to keep a lineup of that fest, too. That's a lot of great bands playing that. Yeah, a ton of great bands. Uh, well, what else do you guys have for me? Any well, I was going to, uh, since we're talking about, like, you know, where we're staying and living, like, we're growing up in Chicago, what were some of your favorite places to go to, like bars, restaurants? You know, what was your, like, your go-to places to hit up when you lived in the city or or as, or now, even? Well, I mean, are you talking about like before I left or like when I was growing up or like just uh, are you into like uh, are you into going out to eat? Is that the is that the angle you're going at with here or is like what? Yeah. Yeah. Or like you like you like your favorite hot spots in Chicago. Hot spots in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, um, I mean, you know, for pizza, you know, like the the deep dish thing, like. I like I like all pizza, right? I like it from Italy. I like it from New York. I like it from Chicago. I've heard people say like Chicago pizza, that's not real pizza. I'm like, ah, oh, shut up. It's, <laughs> it's fucking good, you know? If it's good, yeah. good. Who cares, man? You want to call it a different word, then call it a different word. I don't care a fuck. You know? <laughs> but like really good, like um deep dish like there's um a place called Pequods that's um one of my favorites in Chicago um there's a place like that's just got really great great wings and it's it's like we're over by the metro and it's called Yaxies I really like that place um God, you know, there's a place that does like the the na- the old school like neighborhood like thin crust pizza in Chicago. It's been there since like the fifties. Called Marie's, really really awesome place. Really like going there. You know, as far as like bars, I mean, we pretty much go to like Cobra or like you know we'll go to the L and L sometimes or the Gingerman, which is next to the Metro. Every once in a while, we would go to Delilah's. I kind of stopped going there a little bit, but. Um, you know, um, I don't know, just like different random places. Like I said, I, I don't really get out as much anymore cause I've got kids, but you know, if, if I get to Chicago, 
and get a chance, I try to go to some of those places that I just mentioned, just because they're some of my favorites. Yeah, I've heard nothing sure. but good things about Pequod's. People have been telling me I have to go there for like, yeah, I don't know, for, for like a year now. I haven't been yet, but it's on my list because anyone that says there says it's the best. Uh, so that's definitely on my list of, of places to go. Yeah, that guy, he knows his shit. Um, well, he the guy that recipe actually died not too long ago. He had another place called Burt's, and they were right just uh, just a hair underneath uh, Pequod's. But, man, just great stuff. Yeah. Really, really good stuff. Great pizza. Um, and, yeah, it just, yeah, it's just, it's just fun. You know, I have a friend that's got um, – a an Italian restaurant, um, like right outside of downtown, um, that I think is really odd. He it, it's not Coco Pazzo. God damn it! Why am I not thinking of the name? <laughs> it's late. It's a Wednesday night. It's late. <laughs> I've, I've been to his restaurant twice. He's a very accomplished chef. He's been like on TV, and he's awesome. Awesome guy. His name's Tony. Um, and I'm fucking drawing a blank on his restaurant. I haven't been there in a while. Well, never mind. I blew that story. Uh, <laughs> but there's a guy that uh, that whose restaurant I, I like quite a bit. <laughs> nice. Tells you very insightful. <laughs> well, when you get the name, I'll have to get you try it out. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, and those you know the the bars that I mentioned, I I kind of think are, are pretty good, but um, but I you know I, I don't live there anymore. I'm about five hours south, southern Illinois. I'm like right by uh, St. Louis now. So oh wow, Small I would town. imagine growing up in that area, um, there must have been a hell of a scene back then. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, so many great it, bands have come it, from the area. So yeah, I think. You know, there's probably a lot to be said for that. I, 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 I would agree. I think if I maybe grew up in the town I live in now, I would probably like think Chicago was like the best thing ever. Yeah. I guess when you live there, I, no matter where you live, you probably just think it sucks. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty common. But I think it is common too. But it's just like, um, no, we had a lot of we had a lot of really good. Uh, bands come out of Chicago, you know. Yeah, for sure. Really, I think Illinois in general has had uh, a really good success rate. Probably, yeah. Talked about. You hear bands from New York or or uh, California, but Illinois has really historically put out a lot of good stuff. Mm -hmm. It's it's yeah. always interesting to me, like the different regions, like having their own sound. Right, like the like the Midwest has their own sound, and like New York, and obviously California. Yep. So that's it's you know, the Midwest has always put out some really amazing, amazing pop punk and and punk rock in general. So, and that sound changes too, you know, over over time. Oh yeah, those. Yeah. I think that was the thing that was probably more. There was more of a sound, I think back in the day than maybe there is now and i think like you know that kind of thing i don't really hear that kind of thing anymore you know i don't know how you maybe you guys feel different but um 
I don't hear the Midwest thing now or like an East Coast thing now or a West Coast thing. Now. No, it's hear, it's it's uh, all kind of kind of the same now. Yeah, I hear like just kind of a for lack of a better word, yeah, you know, more of a same. Nah, it's, it's, it's I, all still good to me though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not the same, it still be great though. Right. Yeah. And, at the end of the day, I don't know who cares. Right. Either good or it isn't, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Anyway, if you guys have more questions, I'm I'm more than happy to answer them. Uh, I I have one about your new album, real quick, if that's okay. Um, I just I just I just noticed that this is your first album that has a that has a title, Escape Velocity. Right. Uh, whereas your whereas your first three were just you know it was. It was like self-titled, and then a two, and then I think I think it was just three after that, but it wasn't really set three. Uh, so, what what made you want to put a title to this one? Um, the first three, I, I well, there's kind of a little bit of a story behind that. Like the first, I hired a naming records, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna name this one one, this one two, this one three. I like it's all stupid anyway, and then like with that one, um. I just kind of felt like I saw, well, I had the artwork, you know, and it was an artist that I really liked and it kind of fit the theme to me. And I thought, Oh, escape velocity. Um, I had, you know, I was reading about, I don't even remember what I was reading about, to be honest with you, but it was something escape. The term escape velocity means, you know, the velocity in which a, a rocket can leave the planet. And it's like 25,000 miles an hour, right? So you really have to be fucking hauling some ass to get out of the, uh, to get out of, uh, of the Earth's atmosphere. And I thought, wow, I want that's a pretty cool metaphor. Like just get the, you know, somebody just taking the fuck off, you know, as soon as they can. Yeah. Like, and so I, I thought it just kind of fit for me, you know, when I was reading, it was something that I read and I don't remember. It was some science magazine, maybe science focus or something like that, but it, it just kind of stuck out. And I just, uh, just wanted to use it after that. I was like, just thought it would be a cool title to use. And, and I thought it would be uh, appropriate. So that's why I named uh, it. Yeah, it definitely is. And then uh, just uh, two more questions. and I'll let you go, Dan. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second one is um, you, you had an album that was called a power pop riot. Right. You plan on doing, you plan on doing one of those again? God, I would love to do one of those again. I, I don't have a plan to do it, but it's been like, there's so, well, God, I've got so much music I want to do now. Like I have, you know, with COVID, like, it, it brought everything to a halt for like two years. I was writing songs the whole time, you know? So like, I'm just catching up now from like 2020 and 29, like at the end of like escape velocity, because I, <laughs> I started escape velocity in 2019. Right. You know? So like now I'm like, okay, now I'm catching up to 2020, you know? And that's yeah. summer. Well, I and am so excited that you're recording this. 2021, you know what I mean? So I'm like behind. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't, I'm trying to, I'm trying to catch up. But to get to your, to, to your question, I mean, yeah, I would, I would like to do that eventually. I don't know when, because I got a lot of stuff that I want to do first. But 
um, I love, I love that idea, you know, of, of, cause I can think of a lot that if I, if I could do it again, I'd, I would probably pick some, uh, some other tunes as well. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be fun as hell. Yeah. I, I'm really glad you're recording again and, and, and having content, uh, as recent as you are, cause it's, it's, it's great. Um, uh, everything, I mean, everything you've written, I've, I've always been a fan of and loved. Um, yeah, it's always been in uh, I, like my top I, five. So, same, and I'm so glad you, it's it's going to be more. Um, and I guess not consecutive, but you know, we're going to hear more more in the future, sooner. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, will be another record. It, it'll be different than Escape Velocity. It'll be a lot harder hitting of a record, but um, you know, I we're really excited about it. You know, it, it's. Um, it's it's it, it just feels really good so i i think it, it you know it might be whoa this is a lot you know it's hitting harder than the last one but you know i i think it's right right there in the pocket as well so i'm i don't know i'm pretty excited so awesome. um it, it, you know that should be out probably like june or july i would think you wow. know well i'm right at the very end of it it's just like i just got to finish um singing like two songs and doing some backing vocals and then one guitar part i think and i think i'm done you know that's oh, so well. awesome so okay i i have one more and then i think we, go, we can wrap it up um so this friday you're playing a chop shop with Kepi and b-face and uh you know it's art it's art show but my question is do you take requests <laughs> oh um it it just kind of it depends if my band is can can kind of play a request that quick. Oh, you know? well, it would be it would be a cheat request. Is what it would be. <laughs> well, I mean, like we rehearsed the set. And yeah, awesome. Did a bunch, and then, um, I, what song are you? Oh, oh, for me, um, if you're not happy, you should go. Would be a song I would love to hear live. Um. Oh, maybe we'll give it a whirl. I'm, I'm supposed to play with him again before the show on Friday in Chicago, so maybe we'll give that one a whirl. Oh, man, I would love that. I actually had one more question uh, on the heels of what you just asked. Uh, what What's your favorite song to play live? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I I think probably most bands you interview probably have an answer for that, right? Uh, I actually most. don't think I've ever asked it. No. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I have an answer. Um. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. Um, I'm one of those guys that like picking favorites has always been hard for me. You know what I really have a hard time with is like, you say name the top ten, uh, Ramon songs or something. Oh yeah. Uh huh. I I don't fucking know. Yeah. Hundred. You know, I just I I can't. I just. I just can't really do I think it's a it's an it's a valid question. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with the question. It's just kind of like me just the way I I, I just I've never been that kind of guy that can <laughs> can sell yeah. usually right like, on the fly I, and the pressure and close but like and you know ask me like next week I might have a different answer for you. It sucks. Like yeah, I don't know. I, I to, but to, the long and the short of it is I, I don't think I have an answer. I don't really can think of any song in particular that I like playing live the most. Well, hey, that's that's an honest answer. So yeah, 
Yeah, and it's like a favorite. People say, "What's your favorite song?" I'm like, "I don't know." Right. <laughs> I, I I don't blame you. It's it's oh, uh it's understandable. I get that too. What's the best song ever? Well, I don't know. Like <laughs> tell me, you know, I just don't. I just don't. I don't know. Right. No, that's 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 a perfectly <laughs> valid answer. So yeah, all right, it's the truth. Not Morgan. No, it's fine. Um, but yeah, good talking to you guys. Uh, yeah, well, th- thank you for taking the time to hang out with us. I, I hope we didn't disappoint. Uh, you definitely didn't. Um. <laughs> Not at all. all right. And you know, I would go on forever, normal circumstances. But like, I just like just been a really long day, and just kind of want to like kind of want it to end now <laughs> you know, oh, like, I, oh, t- totally totally you, understandable I, I work a full-time job have a two and a half year old i'm i'm ready for, my bedtime was about a half hour ago so yeah. <laughs> I, I i know where you're, i know where you're coming from yeah, but, yeah. Uh, we had a hell of a day today so it's just yeah been, but talking about these things you know at the same time so um <laughs> no thank you for having me and uh i look forward to you guys well, we'll only be one of you, but you know, come and introduce yourself, and um, you know, and uh, I will meet your acquaintance. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. It, on your Thank program. you, and I look forward to meeting you on Friday, and and can't wait to see you just just kill it. It's gonna be so much fun. Oh, I appreciate that. Thanks, man. Yeah, and you enjoy your night, and yeah, thank you, you again. All right, bye bye. See ya. Good night. Well, for the ambivalence for this ambivalence episode, we hope you had a great time listening. Uh, Dan was just a joy to talk to, and super glad he could hang out with us. And you know, it was awesome. Uh, for ambivalence, I've been Scott. I've been Nick. And we'll fear your holes with something different next week. Thanks, guys. See you guys. <laughs>